That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. I didn't really end up having like a turkey hangover or anything crazy like that, despite um, meeting a gaggle of gay uncles, <laughs> which they were, I mean, they were doing their best. How we, many gay uncles is in this gaggle? It's just, it's a gaggle. Well, so gay uncles who then invited you know, more more gay male couples, you know, married couples to the to the gathering. And there was a lot of like, who are you? You're new. And, you know, because I was wearing fashionable shoes and a nice looking skirt. I want a gunkle. Oh, I want a gunkle, too. I was like, just is that a term? Because I tried to turn it into a term. You said gunkle to I, their faces? Not to their faces. <laughs> but I was like, please be my gunkle. I'm sorry. What? I, what are you gonna do it's like the holidays like unlimited drinks everyone's being social and you're talking and trying to meet everybody and be like the good girlfriend who's fun and likable and you're not eating because you're talking to everyone well, you just don't like take a moment to like no, really I get it, load up sure. a plate and shove it in your face. I'm always just like any, and I think just the future, you just need to be like, hey, road snacks. I know, I know, it was bad. Yeah, so I woke up. Uh, yeah, Thanksgiving Day was just like, oh, what that? oh Jesus Christ! But luckily, <laughs> everyone uh, really, really likes to drink. So then we got over there, and everyone was pretty much like hair of the dog and whatever. And yeah, yeah, it was oh, fun. It was a party, it was a really fun Thanksgiving. I'm glad you had fun. Yeah. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Sidework Podcast. I'm your host, Andrea Wallace. I'm your host, Brooke Van Poplin. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. This these this post-holiday, super gloomy, chilly. But hello, you you probably noticed that the minute the last bite of turkey was eaten around 5 p.m. on Thursday, all of a sudden it was like, I, I put a couple Christmas songs on my on the Thanksgiving playlist this year. Just a couple. Just sure. a little a little pepper. A little run run Rudolph. But I will say if you need anything to get you into the holiday season, if you're like, I don't know, put on that Vince Garelli trio Charlie Brown Christmas album and you're fucking good to go. You're in it to win it. It's a good You're not one. gonna get all the feels. I don't know what to tell you. Well, and I no, I am like one hundred percent uh I am a 
holiday supporter. I can't wait to get that tree up tomorrow, et cetera. It was just like that moment of like everybody chill. Like it's gotten so aggressive. It's actually now post-Halloween, Christmas starts. Yeah, I know that. Like, and then it's damn. like, wait, what about Thanksgiving? Everybody calm down. Slow your roll, if Slow you will. Slow your roll. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's way too much for me. It's like, it's like pumpkin spice lattes coming out in July. You know, it's that, it's, it's, it's the same idea. <laughs> it's of like, things. hang on everybody. My scary skeleton in the front yard has to transition into a gourd covered scarecrow and then become Santa Claus. He needs yeah. his three act, yeah. you know, sort of share costume change. Allow him his pose <laughs> level of costume changes. Yeah. Please. And I'm not, I'm not, you know don't want to talk about politics but i know that we're in a climate where things are like real fucked up and backwards but we shouldn't drag all the holidays and all their order out of place because everything else is just because the world's up on and fire weird. yeah <laughs> keep everything in its place hey everyone stop How acting it's supposed to be stop acting like this is the last year we're all gonna live um, then you don't make anything special anymore if christmas is like coming so soon like then there's nothing fucking special about it because it's it's just this tiny little pocket you know like and it's also like in my opinion not that i'm like super duper into like the zodiac and signs and like sag season yeah, you or whatever are. yeah i am enough to be like oh <laughs> yeah, it's like, yeah you are. as i get older and recognize season and like change and why thing ha things happen why holidays happen to me it all makes sense why it's all there and Sag season is a time for fucking partying and having fun. And I like so it. the holidays and being jovial and full of joy, or at least having a facade. I of have it. I have my Wiccan calendar of of <laughs> seasons that my now ex sister or my yeah ex sister in law uh, gave me, which uh, I threw in the trash. But oh. well, it was a wheel. So you of don't seasons. have it then. I, do, I mean, I, I had it for a little bit, and I was like, <laughs> where do I put this? All right, you guys. Well, it is time for some server-submitted stories. Whoop, whoop. All right, so this is throwing back to our episode on Yelp. And we read a really, really great, hopeful, Thanksgiving-centric story from Mason Fedden. But he had also tacked on another story, which I was like, I'll save it for a different episode. But So I'm going to read another one from Mason Fedden. So he starts off, also, different story, shorter. Yes, it is. He said, listen to the new episode about Yelp. That was a few ago. And it inspired me to tell my story. I, get, I got in on the ground floor of a new local gourmet pizza joint in my hometown and was in the first batch of servers, the originals. Have we all been an original? I have. I have, too. Okay. Our absolutely clueless owner, who never worked in a restaurant before, decided to require us to tell every table at the end of their meal to leave a review on any review site and tell us how they felt. We, as servers, would get written up if we didn't. Oh, wow. Okay. We were told to tell them that if they left five stars and mentioned our name, that the store would buy us a pizza which wasn't true. I'm trying to decipher this. The store, like, so the server's like, if you guys give us five stars. I get a pizza. I get a pizza. And then, and then in parentheses, total lies. <laughs> pizza lies. Okay. So unfortunately, there were so many kinks in the system of the new store combined with inexperienced managers, cooks, and hosts that nothing ever went smoothly. And it took a cool three weeks for us to have one star on every review site. Whoa. Yeesh. Which meant the servers got all the blame and got chewed out daily. God damn, that is, oh my God. Okay, they fired about 10 people over bad reviews, mentioning their name, and then most others quit. 
Oh, I see what they said. They fired about 10 people over bad reviews mentioning their name, and then most others quit. I heard from my friend, who has bartended there this whole time, that the bartenders can't even bother to learn people's names because they usually quit before the first week is over. Jeez. That's terrible. Good for them. I tried to stick it out for months, but never made more than $15 on a lunch shift and only hit triple digits once. So it's good that they quit while they were ahead and found something better. Surprisingly, the restaurant is still open, but hey, it hasn't been a year yet, so who knows? Jeez, Louise. Well, first of all, hire a PR firm to do all your review stuff or don't rely on it because you're doing it wrong. Obviously, you are doing it very wrong. You're if you doing as an owner haven't done any research on how to like... I, I, this I mean, is I'm very not, confusing to me. I mean, I'm not going to say that these owners sound like the type who would gladly be buying ad space from Yelp to, you know, be featured and have the top of the list or whatever. What you're doing wrong is putting it on your servers. Yeah. Like the onus is on your server to now be like a used car, car salesman on top of like. Yeah, it looks super tacky to be like, hey, and by the way, really if you bad. guys could leave me a five star Yelp review, I get a free pizza. It's, like, so stupid to have that as an incentive. And I would be like, what the fuck did that server just say? I would probably, like, not just do it. I'm looking looking to Brian right now being like, dude, can you even believe this? Hey, just nod your head. That's all I need from you. Thank you. And, like, outside of here, too. You know what I mean? Uh, Or, like, like sweeten the deal. Be like, oh, my God, you guys, this is crazy. If you guys give us five stars, my employer is going to forgive my student loan. Ah. Or be like, like, could you please give me five stars so I don't lose a finger? Exactly. Like, like heighten. That's the number one lesson in improv. Okay. Next story uh, from at Brooke Hello, ladies. I'm listening to your podcast about Yelp, and I just had to share this best worst story. This restaurant no longer exists, but of course, all the reviews will live forever because Yelp is one of the seven rings of hell. (laughs) I was working at an oyster bar in a rainbow centric summer resort town where people partied hard. The restaurant was next door to one of the small town's many bars. So we were constantly dealing with drunks and bachelorette parties. Eh, fun. One night, the other server had an emergency and had to leave work. So I was the only front of house. The restaurant was small, seating only 50 people. But of course, as soon as the other server left, I had VIPs of the owner and the owner himself Ugh. all drunk and around 20 or other so guests walk in. I was weeded but rolling right along. Then this awful party of five walked in. They sat themselves and began waving frantically at me to bring them menus. I made the signal that I saw them, but would be right there. Meanwhile, the other owner went to the bar next door and brought more people to join his party. And now I'm in the jungle. I walk over to the party of five and they would like me to explain how the menu works. Oh boy. There are, of course, so, um, There are, of course, many things I could have said, but I simply explained that raw oysters were sold by the piece and baked oysters came in orders of six. Then they told me they were tourists from Florida and could I describe each of the ten beers on tap? Meanwhile, the restaurant is going down in flames around me. (laughs) I gave them the most concise answers possible so I could escape and run food and clear tables and help all the folks the owner had brought in. Then they ordered five orders of baked oysters which were prepared in a countertop convection oven or salamander. Um, So there were only two orders that could be made at a time. And I explained this. So they, of course, said this was not a problem. And then after I brought the first two orders, they began to complain about where the other three orders Mm. were. 
Then they proceeded to talk about how horrible service was and wanted to know my name. I told them it was Claire. That is not my name. (laughs) (laughs) Then one of the guests pulled out his phone and began to write a Yelp review while still waiting for their food. Okay. I heard all of this and was so... I fucking... I just flipped my wig. You guys didn't hear it, but... I heard all of this and was so happy that I knew better than to tell them my real name. (laughs) To this day, my server friends and I will use the name Claire with people that want to speak to the manager. (laughs) Thanks for the great podcast. Also still uh, in the business as a bartender. I'm a lifer and love it. Oh, my God, Brooke Olini. That's love. That's insane. And she sent us the Yelp review. You guys ready? Here's the Yelp review read to you by our very own Brian Lucas. Okay, the food is good, even though the portions are small. It is a bit pricey if you want to order enough food for a meal, but the food is worth the price. I can only give one star, though, as the service was really bad to the point where it ruined the whole experience. When we asked our server to describe some of the menu items, she acted put out and borderline rude, even though we were just asking her to describe what was on her own menu. We were excited for oysters, and she was a total buzzkill. I asked her which beer she liked, as I'm from the East Coast and have never had any of the local beers on the menu. And she just wouldn't answer other than saying, it depends on what you like. And she just wasn't nice about it. I tried to order one of them, and then she told me they didn't have it, and they were out of some of the other ones. Not sure why she couldn't have told me that when I first asked about the beer offerings. At that point, I just stuck with water as I didn't want to ask any more questions about it. We tried to ask about the different oysters, and the most we could get out of her was a one or two word response. This server, Claire, is clearly in the wrong business as she has an awful personality and just isn't nice. She put a real damper on what should have been a great experience. We would never go back as dealing with that just isn't worth it. What a sensitive, sensitive uh, little flower. Because totally, like, what the right thing to do also is just to be like, I don't like you, so I'm going to put how I don't like you on my phone while you watch. While you're doing it, also, please, if you drink beer, have some clue what you like. Someone should not have to go down a list uh, when there is a list and tell you a description of all fucking 10 when they say well what do you like that helps them start to narrow down what is comparable you're just a fucking asshole if you want <laughs> someone to do recitation you well, know like I a recital of high maintenance tables this is just how it is and i think we've had this time and time again where it's like all these people want their hand held they really and when do. they don't get what they want or anything's like totally different they snap of course. Because they have no manners and should not be out in public in the first place. You guys, we're just it, it, have so much fun with all these server-submitted stories you send our way. Uh, that being said, don't forget, keep sending them our way. Whether they're terrible or great or sad or happy, we want you to share all of them. So just at Sidework Podcast on Instagram, just slip it into our DMs. And may I add the caveat, uh, this next few weeks, we will be exclusively 
trying to recite your server submitted stories that have anything and everything to do with holiday work, holiday themes. So if you've got like some gripes coming up over the holiday schedule that probably just got posted, you know, a shift you don't want to work, like obnoxious tourists and customers who are coming through. We were so new when we started a year ago that we didn't get to hear from you. So this one year later would be so amazing to hear your stories. Due to the sensitive nature of spilling the beans on your job, this week's guest has chosen to remain anonymous. Now back to the podcast. Well, guys, we have a very special guest. It's uh, so special. This week, our we love this human, old school friend. Hey. Welcome to Sidework Podcast. Get out of town. I love you guys. Thank you so much. And also, uh, this is our first attempt at Skyping someone in, so the doors have been opened. The possibilities are limitless. Who knew? Technology. Who knew? Mm -hmm. You know, I feel like I, I, I feel good about it. I, I feel good about reaching across uh, states <laughs> from miles uh, to share people's stories about their time in the service industry. That's right. Kate, mm -hmm. Kate is uh, corresponding with us from Chicago live as we speak from the Chicago downtown Thanksgiving parade. Santa is coming up right behind the Chippewa High marching band. Kate, how, yeah. are, how are spirits uh, in Chicago? Oh, spirits are so uh, spiritual. It's <laughs> raining. It's windy. It's Same. cold. This parade is amazing. All of the Polish dancers the Irish dancers and the cops, it is just, it's, it's spiritual. <laughs> All doing a number together. Thank you. Oh, okay. And today our Santa, very exciting news, just got pardoned from a death sentence. He is on the float tonight, everybody. Whoa. He I know. Very, I don't know. It's fun to just make it up. He was in jail for hurting, as they say, minors, but it is. But but minors with an ers. He but used to minors. hurt minors. He used to hurt minors. People in, in in caves looking for coal. He's always picked on minors. Yeah. Oh, what his problem? Well, is whoa, with Santa Claus, coal. This makes yeah, a that's lot what I was of just sense. Thinking. You guys. Thank you. Yeah. Ugh. Like minors ask every year for coal, and he's just over it. He's like, and he's Ugh. like, "No, that's what bad people get. Good people don't get coal." You know what? I'm just gonna murder you. And, mm -hmm. and then he just said it out loud. And then when one miner did show up dead, they were like, "Oh, this is our top suspect." And he's like, "But I'm Santa. I didn't do it." And so he Such really is perp. Santa. And he was he was in he was in jail. Jesus Christ! Crazy? This is a beautiful story. Thank you. It's the new story I of love Chicago. Chicago. Yeah. Me too. Me too. Let's catch up real fast here. What is going on at Target? You are wearing your Target red. Ooh. I am. What's going on with Target? Uh, uh, babies. Um, <laughs> teenagers. Adults. Sales up the wazoo. Um, I'm just saying, if you want to buy a TV, buy it now. But... <laughs> Whatever. I have to ask you, how did Black Friday go? Were you a part of it? I did not work Black Friday. This this is what this is what I did. Okay, so a week before, the executive team leader um, came and asked, you know, do you want to work Thanksgiving? So you weren't forced to work Thanksgiving or like Black Friday. 
they just went around, but they gave me first dibs because the executive team leader is a woman and I'm the only woman on the team <laughs> out of like 40 because I'm nerdy as, wait, can we curse? Yeah. Or yeah. Oh, okay. Because like, I know my shit when it comes to technology, like, uh, you know, and so to have a woman in technology, I'm a boss. So she's like, do you want to work Thanksgiving? And I said, yeah, I'll do it. And then she's like, what time could you start? You know, on like Black Friday. I was like, oh, whatever. I, because I worked Thanksgiving, I didn't have to work Black Friday. There you yeah. go, girl. And it was like, not like, you know, we were the only store in Chicago that was open uh, on Thanksgiving Day from 5 until 1 in the morning. And they were like, damn, you got that shift? And I was like, mm-hmm. And because it's not that busy. Right. It wasn't totally like when Tickle Me Elmo came out and parents were like banging down the doors and stabbing each other trying to grab things. It was busy, but it was fine. Black Friday? I have no fucking idea. <laughs> I, saw- I have no idea. That's like that's like its own Vietnam. Are there I barricades? Like, do they bring in barricades for lines like you're at a rock yeah. concert? Yeah. That's oh, insane. yeah, we did. We did. Especially because shoplifting, don't even get me started on it. Like, they don't mess around. It was like secret service everywhere. But so the target is four blocks away from my apartment. So I could hear like people were definitely sitting on diversity. I'm like, what an amateur. Wait, you're at that bullsh- target? Like diversity in Elston area? The big one. It's Whoa. the flagship one. Mm-hmm. Two yeah, stories. T- no, we just have one story. Wait. Which, what am I thinking of? Diversity in Elston and Western, basically. Yeah. It's oh, the Logan one. Square one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's ginormous. Like, I have to take an Uber to get from the break room to electronics. <laughs> yeah, guess how many miles I walked today? How many? Alone. 6.8. Nice. Not really, but well, thank you. I mean, I don't know. As someone who's like, get your steps in, but... Uh... That's hilarious. Yeah. Wait, so what is your specific title at, at Target? Technology consultant. What? Yeah, girlfriend. <laughs> yeah, girlfriends. <laughs> how did this come about? How did how did how did like getting into the Target retail business come about? Well, I you know, I used to work at Accenture and the New Yorker and, and technology for, you know, big companies and medium sized companies. And I just got tired of being laid off. Yeah. And everybody's garbage. Let's face it. Yeah. It oh, you're matter so how right. Much, it doesn't matter how much money you make or what your title is. They, they're, people are just ignorant and stupid. So I would rather wear what I want to wear. Jeans, you know, and we're not required to wear anything. We only have to wear one piece of bread. That's it. They one piece care. of bread and that's it? Yep. So you can wear and this red shirt or jacket if it said north face on it they don't care okay they don't care if it says adidas which you know my shit with adidas that's my jam (laughs) if it's red they don't care they don't care and you don't have to wear a name tag but because i'm a boss i got the magnetic one i was noticed that (laughs) earlier and it's impossible to take off (laughs) So when, pe- when people fight you and want to strip you of your title, they're not able oh, yeah. to do it as easily. Well, and here's the thing. Is I, I looked at other team members who have 
they have to write their name on a paper one and stick it and it's always wrapped around so me just walking around like this they're like I think she's important I'm like <laughs> god damn right I am uh do you mind if I ask what your discount is as a target employee it's not good <laughs> you would think, <laughs> you would think <laughs> um, it's 10%. No. And oh, then that's weak. 20, uh, that is, that's embarrassing. Yeah. Um, and then 20% on healthy items like and all the Target brand stuff, like Archer Farms. Um, so, because it's full service, it's grocery and everything like that. Um, but the discount is like at Whole Foods, the discount was good, but it was oppressive, <laughs> oppressive, <laughs> oppressive working there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I remember so that. Yeah. I remember, uh, so, I mean, let's, let's, let's start with you, Kate. Like you in my realm have, if you weren't at, you've always been in a service industry, like yeah. as long as I've known you. Yeah. Where did you start? Like, what was your first service industry job? Um, working for family services when I was a teenager, if you want but then it would be, my cousins own a lot of restaurants, um, so that's always been a big part of it, um, and then also, when I worked at Accenture, I did oversee the marketing side for retail, so, um, clothing, uh, enter- all things retail, I covered it all. And service. I mean, I've waited tables, right? You feel me? We been. I mean, um, I've been to your restaurant when I had like a panic attack and went to the urgent care. Oh yes, that was such a fun day. <laughs> God, how long have we all known each other? Twenty years. Twenty years. That sounds right. Oh my God, wait. Almost twenty. To Almost. be honest, like it's like it's, it's it's going on eighteen. To be real. So, but that's like, that is so, so close to 20. You are, oh boy, on the floor, how often at Target? Five days a week, eight hours each day. Wow, okay. 40 hours. Okay. That's a full fucking schedule. That's a Mm -hmm. full sketch. And are you someone that customers can approach? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, like, aside from knowing you as a human... Should they be able to approach you versus do you look approachable? That's not what I mean. But um, I think I – it's a good question. I think I am approachable because um, the infant section is right across from electronics. Okay. So I get questions about diapers, and I'm like, I don't don't know what a baby is. Um, I I, (laughs) – It totally is now that you're saying that. I'm like, oh, it is. Yeah, I so what I do is I approach people first. I don't wait around for them to come to me because for me I'm like, turn over, come on, who's next? Who's next? Next in line, because otherwise people will just wait around and I just feel like knock them off. Yeah, what do you need? Bose headphones, this that. So I do think I am approachable. But I approach them before they approach me. That's right. That's right. You take control of the floor and your life. Like uh, yes, you read a room. Mm-hmm. I love that about you because you're just like, hi, I'm here to help you. What can I do for you? Also, fig- I give zero. Oh, sorry. Oh, I was going to say also figure out real quickly if they don't need help, then you don't have to look at them. 
You know, just mark them off your list. Yep. Eye contact is so much. You good? It's, (laughs) oh, yeah, I zero dark. Like, I'm on them. I'm zero, like, or I zero in. And then when I'm on break, I'm like, don't, (laughs) don't, don't make any eye contact. I, like, imagine you, like, walking through the store with just, like, a beekeeper's helmet on (laughs) when you're, like, going for your lunch break. Yes, that's what I do. Is I, I do this, and then I just pull. I'm like, okay, buddy. Like, mm. but I, I, my whole thing is, as awful as people are, I approach them with kindness and positivity, even though I know that they're a piece of shit. But I'm like, hey, buddy, hey, buddy, can I help you out? And sometimes they don't know what their question is. I'm like, you know what? We're gonna figure this out. We're, we're gonna. You're going to be okay. I'm here for you. And stay with me because some other asshole is going to pull me aside to unlock some goddamn PlayStation thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What I see more now at uh, places like Target, which I'm sure you're seeing a lot more, is like lost men talking to their girlfriends on their phone who like don't know what they're supposed to be getting. And yet they're just, and they're FaceTiming and showing them the aisle and where things are. Have you seen this? Oh, God. Yes. Yes. <laughs> a, a lot. And here's the thing. Um, Saturdays and Sundays, most of the customers are men with kids because the women are like, fuck this. This is my weekend off. You know, like you take them and this is all you see is, so what, what is it? With their ear pods. And they're like, I don't get it. And the kids are just off, like, shoplifting or putting their finger into an outlet, some shit like that. (laughs) That's very true, Andrew. (laughs) Well, plus it's like, and, you know, it happens everywhere, but specifically, like, Saturday traffic, Saturday shoppers in Chicago have a very specific feel. It's just like uh, nobody knows what they're doing. Nobody's on task like they should be. So it's a, it's a, it's very, it's probably a little more insane than normal days of the week, I assume. Yes, and with our store because right across from us is Windy City um, Clubhouse. So that's where kids have like their basketball practice. It's indoors, obviously. Um, <laughs> <laughs> So kids come from, like, their volleyball, indoor soccer things, and then walk right there, and they're inside Target. So, I mean, and if we're actually comparing to, like, it being busy and being a weekends, if we're talking more about the service industry, which this obviously is a service industry, but, like, specifically restaurants, you're getting the same feels. You're getting the same type of customers that are coming in. Repeat offenders. Yeah, Yeah. for sure. Yeah. (laughs) Predictable. Predictable ebb and flow. Predictable customers where you're like, oh, God, the Sunday morning at Target is the brunch crowd. You know, it's... Oh, you can tell which parents have alcohol in their, like, whatever water bottles yeah exactly and they they accidentally shoplift i don't get it it's a bummer yeah i know you were saying that it's like and you know uh, the the history of our country likes to paint certain individuals as suspect uh you know shoppers when in truth you have often said it's more or less lululemon wearing parents oh my god like yes. like like little like little fucking white ladies pill popper lululemon wearing 
leg war- warmer people. <laughs> I wish they were wearing leg warmers. Sorry, uh, uh, <laughs> leggings, leggings, and leggings. popping pills in front of you at the same time, and it's being like, I you- I'm- <laughs> sorry, I was thinking of the the movie Fame. My bad. <laughs> I think you just gave Lululemon a new product to develop leg warmers like, shoplifting leg, leg warmers. warmers where you can where you can I'm hide <laughs> they call them lulu leg warmers well hold obviously. on i will be honest every time i go shopping for um razor replacement cartridges i'm so so contemplating 14 dollars <laughs> worth of going to jail and if i could put it in my lulu lemon leg warmers and just t- like i don't know what it is where i have this immediate violent reaction to paying $14 for blades to remove leg hair. And I ride these bitches into the sunset. You know, you could get a permanent like male like stainless steel razor. No, those are great. And I did get, use like, them. The tons of the blades that you can get that are super <laughs> cheap and do it that way and then just saying or you'll you be like just use a box cutter. That's <laughs> true. <laughs> oh, she has a box cutter everyone. Yeah, Watch true. out. Oh, She's Yeah, do you carry that on your person? Are you a box cutter carrying employee? I yes. I also have the keys to everything. Yes. So any yeah. But I no, I don't take the keys home with me. You have to oh. leave it there. But this is my box cutter. And because we keep getting into so much inventory, someone will take this and I'm like It's like no, your wine key. Give me like the don't box. don't fuck yes, with my yeah. wine key. Don't fuck with my fuck with my box cutter. Don't steal my yeah. pens. Don't take my box cutter. I know. I've got well, throats to slit tonight. <laughs> to like to kind of like wrap up because I know I'm getting like super not focused, but shoplifting they have gotten really really smart and Ooh, i want to hear I'm, about this because really... i well here here's what i'll say is like we have not fully delved into the world of retail yet but we have been very interested in going there and i just feel like it's a nash like like a natural cross uh roads when it comes to just the holiday mania with service industry bad behavior a lot of um amateur just a lot of amateur behavior coming out of the woodwork or pressure to spend money when you don't have it which sucks and it makes me sad but yeah so go please please go on okay i'll cover shoplifters counterfeits yes so okay shoplifters are very smart with regards to technology. Now, I could shoplift anything. Like, my shoplifting skills are on point. I'm a former, I believe I, it. I'm a former shoplifter at my own uh, uh, record store way back in the day. Not proud of it, but I was really good. Anyways. Um, so, what's happening is that our security team has come to us and uh, shows us pictures of two men who have been hitting the... Um, Wicker Park location, mm-hmm. like two other locations. And what they're doing is they're coming in with box cutters and they're going to the Apple displays and they're slicing the cords and then they walk away. So they've hit ah. those stores a bunch and they show us, they're like, okay, just so you know, we <laughs> like, like it's war or some shit like that. It's like we were hit at the Addison location and the Ashland location. These are the two people. It's two black men. They're both wearing all black with hoods. So if you see this, I'm like, we live in Chicago. Why? Right. Really think like- that, like, I mean, I can't <laughs> say that's suspicious. Those alarms are, like, janky. That's your job. I'm not going to be like, 
there is a black man in electronics. <laughs> right. Security. It's, it's so, yeah, it's... That's- fucking crazy to have to deal with because then it's like it's asking you to do above and beyond where you're like okay oh by the way just a little light racial profiling and then if they don't look like a a typical Uh customer on top of like it's just it's so much to ask anyone when everyone has the right and has a paycheck that they're willing to spend for whatever and just to uh that's that's that has to be so tough Oh, well, well I'm, that's not my job, though. Right, they, which mean, is good. Yeah, you're like, fuck that. You guys you know figure that I mean? out. I know. And then also I'm kind of like, could I get in on that game? Because I'm a white chick. I'm tall and I'm blonde. I could, like, be part of the <laughs> Well, you should You should figure out. You You'll should be like, figure put out. me in an outfit and give me an accent. <laughs> or no, no. No, I could walk in like this. And I could, but I just don't want to do the the razor part of it like, right if i wanted to steal shoes fine but i would never go to that length also if you have that's a weapon right then that you <clears> if it's on you and you're shoplifting they'll be like oh and you also have a weapon on you so that's two almost would be like two well yeah and the whole thing they told us is that if you see someone being suspicious around the apple products i'm like who isn't i'm suspicious and i fucking work here <laughs> so anyways you know Shoplifting, it we have to lock up every single thing in electronics. So the reason why people get annoyed that things take too long is because they have zero patience. It's a fucking like PlayStation, Xbox, fucking fuck Fortnite. That thing is not good for What's people. That? I I would Fortnite is a game. It's a gaming system where basically you watch other people playing a game and there's a voiceover. You can comment on it. Yes. I think it's a lot of interactive. uh, Yeah. Like a lot of like, don't like live a VR life. Don't live your real life. You might be able to go to the, yeah, the gaming championships, like where you can be celebrated like an Olympian, but you are just, well, sorry to be a shit. Oh, yeah. Like the Robbie Player One in the book. There's like a voyeur aspect to it, big time, and there's always some jerk who's making stupid comments, borderline like bullying. I just think it's garbage. I've seen it before, and I think it's stupid. I would rather sell cigarettes to a kid than Fortnite. <laughs> yeah, girl. <laughs> okay, so I had two people today. One was a man, the other was a woman. She wanted three um, uh, Switch games. Uh, she wanted two, like, PS4s. I don't know gaming, but, like, fuck that shit. I mean, I know everything else. And then seven of this uh, Luigi, uh, Mario Brothers, Luigi Mansion. That's what it was. And I was like, I got you, girlfriend. I got you. You're lit up. I can tell. And then she would just, like, disappear. And I was like, you still want? I was, she was like, Houdini. I was like, I can check you out over here because if it doesn't have a security thing on it, you have to check it out by us. Otherwise, we're like, bye, Felicia. Go go to the front. Get the fuck out of here because I need to pick up a I need to pick up a sixty five inch TV. <laughs> so, oh Jesus! Um, then she asked for her. She wanted to get two TVs, and I was like, Oh boy. I know. So, um, got to the counter and upon checkout, 
she wanted to pay with her credit card. She just had the number and the expiration. <laughs> she didn't have the physical card. Okay, that's not how cards that's, work. Yeah, you can't do that, right? Wow. I know, but I, I smelled her mental illness in the beginning, <laughs> and I just thought it would be fun because I don't have cable. Like, why do you need cable when you could just work at Target? <laughs> It's like watching a Lifetime movie. I'm like, oh, anything else? Do you want, like, a sofa? <laughs> like, 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 you bitch! <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh, our, we have giraffes on sale. Do you want a giraffe? Anything else? And she's like, yeah, put it in my shopping cart. Well, see, that's what I love because she protects me. She's my, like, she's my beard. I'm like, no, sir, I can't help you. Cause I'm... I have to help this woman because she's like really rich. <laughs> Not really. <laughs> that happens a lot. And then also the moms that are definitely pill poppers whose kids come in and one kid says, oh, the teepee's only $300. Come on, Ma, let's get it. And then she'll be like, okay. And then another mom, like some little twit was like, oh, dad would let me get this. And she was like, I don't care. The kid picked up the phone, called the dad, and had him give it to the mom and say, buy it for him. Oh, I was like, boy. daddy rucks, but like, wow. that kid is a born piece of garbage. He's gonna <laughs> be, he's this is a real, like, this... Lord of the Flies situation. <laughs> he's This little jerk is going to be the CEO of a really shitty company, and... You know, when mom says no, he's going to step on women for the rest of his Jesus life. Jesus, garbage. Just put us all out of our misery and send him to, like, a really bad camp where he has to, like, I don't know. <laughs> a, right, do like, a camp called Rikers Island. <laughs> yeah. Or just send him to a camp where you have to read a book. <laughs> <laughs> Hey guys, thanks always for listening to Sidework Podcast. If you like what you've heard here, please head on over to the old Apple Podcast and like us, uh, high ratings and review us. We love to hear it and we love to hear from you. Uh, don't forget to go ahead and give us those Instagram stories. Any topics we haven't even like covered, send them our way. 2020 is coming. We need all the topics. We can't wait to get them at you. Have a great day. Thank you.